Welcome to Wrestling the Revenue Podcast, where we educate, enlighten, and encourage how to improve our quality of sleep to grow our business and improve your health and wellness. I am Donetta D. Mooring, certified sleep science coach, certified holistic life coach, author, national editor of the Black Community News, and a speaker. I am pleased to have my special guest, Dr. Juanita McDonald, founder of Rediscover ME Women's Initiative, Mental Elevation Coach, Author, Speaker, Educator, and Certified VSP. Welcome, Dr. McDonald, and thank you so much for your time and expertise. It's a pleasure to be here. No problem. I am so excited and ready to get started. Awesome. What is a Certified VSP? VSP stands for Victim Service Provider for the State of South Carolina, and what we do is we are advocates for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault, and um, we go through training. Uh, you, you have to go through all this training before you are certified, along with having to have a, a continued education uh, training yearly throughout the year, 12 credits. Does that include... Um Okay, um, oh goodness, verbal um, verbal abuse. Like I know a lot of time when you think of domestic violence, people normally associate it with physical. Uh, yes. In South Carolina, what I'm so proud to know of is, I want to say about uh, last year before last, uh, we actually passed a law that um, spouses can use emotional abuse uh, as a means of um, part of their divorce proceedings. Um, the only thing about it that I must warn your viewers about is that an individual has to be very intentional about documenting the emotional and verbal abuse. Uh, that means we need, you know, she or he will have to uh, keep journals, keep pictures, recordings, uh, anything tangible that can be presented to um, uh, to a judge to show the the patterns of emotional and verbal abuse. Oh, okay. There's something you said, which I'm glad you said it. You said men, and of course, normally, once again, you know, domestic violence is normally associated with women. Do you know offhand, just based on your state, like is it a certain percentage of men and 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 you know, women as far as domestic violence? Based on the report, one one in seven men here in South Carolina, oh. one in four women and one in seven men are reported um, report domestic violence abuse. But uh, one of the amazing things without the statistics, um, I have a godson that works in one of our, our local high schools. Uh, at one particular time, it was very, uh, you know, they were fighting all with trying to change the environment in their school where the men were the aggressors. And uh, he shared with me just a, a few years ago how that dynamic has shifted to where women have become the aggressors. Hmm. Okay, well, that's interesting. Okay, yeah, because normally associated with, you know, gender majority of the time. So that's, Absolutely. that's interesting yeah. to hear. Okay, all right, now the next question is, why do you decide to become a community influencer to inspire women and teen girls affected by abuse, trauma, 
mental health concerns to rediscover the me she strives to be. To be honest, Donata, I didn't choose it. It chose me. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, now, and now I brand myself as, um, you know, I'm the woman my mother needed um, uh, when she uh, endured abuse. And so, uh, and I had, you know, so that you'll better understand, uh, I, my background is is in um, uh, finance, mortgage financing. Uh, I've, I did about 15, 12 to 15 years of uh, loan, as a loan originator. And um, as you know, mortgage crashed 2010, and then it forced me back to school. Uh, I was really learning how to um, strengthen you know, my mm-hmm. background uh, for for employment and uh, God seemed fit for something else to manifest, which, uh, you know, at the time I had a lot of college women uh, cornering me at the class, asking me specific questions and uh, sort of forced my hand, to, so to speak, because I was so afraid I was giving out the wrong information. Right. And, um, you know, and so... Um, a couple of classes led me, uh, you know, like my psychology class, uh, human behavior class, which is my specialty, human behavior. Um, you know, and so once I got into those classes, then I seen the dynamic of how everything kind of pulled together. And um, it also taught me a lot about what my mother went through. And so um, that's why I created um, a very unique program, so to speak. Uh, that centers on supporting um, in an individual through not just being there as that advocate, but I and my training allows me to go a step further. Mm. That's that's good to hear, and I'm glad you sh- to share that because when you said it didn't find you, and it's ironic, and this is kind of like a flip side of it that I didn't go through with physical abuse, but I went through a mental, emotional abuse. And the person was like narcissistic to the fifth degree and he was paranoid. And believe it or not, my daughter was the one who fought for me because, you know, it's like I was in it and couldn't see how to get out of it. It didn't see it. And what really, really was a wake up call, I think my granddaughter's maybe five years old. She actually said to me, Grandma, I don't like the way he talked to you. And I'm just like, oh, oh my goodness. So, you know, and, and it's good to other people around you because if you isolate it and, and, you know, you can't see it, then that makes it even more difficult. So, you know, I, I understand what you meant by, by that. But like I said, for me, it was kind of the flip side. I didn't see it, but my daughter and my granddaughter seen it more. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you shared that with me. So thank you for that. Hmm. Wow. Okay. If I can, yeah. If I can, if I can add, um, don't, sure. I don't know your age or anything, mm-hmm. but um, during my time, uh, I'm 56. But growing up with my mother and um, and my family dynamics, you know, it, it wasn't unusual to see a woman that was abused. Actually, it was a norm. And mm. so, um, I guess you can say I was that woman that said, you know, as a as a young girl, saying. You know, I I remember telling my mother, hey, the book stops here. I will not carry that abuse um, that so many women did. Uh, And so what I seen during that time growing up was the degree that that was the norm or verbal abuse could have been so normal or normalized at the time 
to the point that you would not, you, you, you know, it would, you might not have paid attention to the fact that it was creating emotional imbalance within you because, you know, mm. so it all depends. Oh my goodness. Something, uh, oh, I know this for our listening audience, but uh, that you just don't realize how, how much it, it helps me as a person to grow too, because what you, what I just re- realized is that I was bullied and teased a lot growing growing up. So now I understand why I couldn't see the verbal abuse because I was used to it. Even though I didn't see that in my family, and I'm a young 62, so I have no problem telling my, my age at all. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, um, but now I understand, whereas before I didn't. I just didn't get it. I just didn't react to it because I was used to it um, as far as the bullying and people saying things and me not responding um, because of fear and just not knowing what, what to do. So I, I'm sure this helps others because, you know, the physical is always the scene. It, it's, you know, that's normally the forefront. But, the you know, the emotional and mental abuse is so hidden and it's, you just don't realize it. So, like I said, I, I appreciate you sharing it because that helped me to heal even more, and I'm sure others will grow too because of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Now, the next question is, what does lost identity plus lost self-esteem equal lost purpose and direction mean? Of course, this is what you have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't make it up. <laughs> the, uh, you're absolutely correct. But um, the thing that I learned as I did my internship through our local domestic violence organization uh, called Skabasa. And, um, you know, and as I began, I was given all of this, you know, you have to learn the culture of the organization. And in the midst of uh, breaking down all the dynamics and reading and studying so much about domestic violence and sexual assault, the, the uh, a commonality that I began to see was the fact that, you know, I started out looking at the fact that individuals lose their identity. As women, you know, we lose our identity, we give away our identity, you know, so many different things transform in that. And by the time that we get to the place of where the children are gone, the you know, the husband might be in his field or are gone and and we're left uh in this place twiddling our thumbs is like, what do I do now? Because mm-hmm. I've always been somebody's mom or wife or sister or brother, you know, uh that caretaker for everyone. And in the midst of it I lost out on who I am. And so um what we fail to realize through all of this is um there's a, a massive dynamic that was created by Kimberly Crenshaw, which she used that the format to show the lack of um, cultural structure toward uh, the uh, systemic um, guidelines, which uh, radiate with African-American and brown women. And so um, for us, you can't just put us in a box and say we are, you know, because we don't fall into uh, one dynamic. Yeah. We are multifaceted, and so, but so many times we fail to tap into that, you into that state or that uniqueness of who we are because we spend so many, so much of our time um, from youth to young adulthood conforming to societal norms, trying to you know, um, peer pressure, so many different factors, 
And, um, you know, and then at one point in time, you know, we had that fake the funk till you make it and all this stuff on right. cliches. And, <laughs> you know, and, and and by the time we get to this place of uh, my age, you know, a 50, 49, 50s, and it's like, well, dog, who am I? And right. so what mm-hmm. we looked at was, you know, when we don't know who we are, we don't know the dynamics of this unique being that we were created to be. And if we go through forms of traumas, and we do, because study also shows that by the time you and I and everyone on the face of the earth reach adulthood, we automatically start out with forms of depression. So mm-hmm. and then you compact all the other stuff on top of it, you know, then it comes out to the factor of lost purpose and direction we don't know who we are we don't know what we're supposed to be doing we just we are just here we're just existing and what gave us life is not there Mm. anymore you know wow that that that's like my childhood because i was so Mm. lost self-esteem was so low and 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 my self-esteem was so low i used to talk about myself but i didn't want other people to so, and it was just like, and we said purpose. I didn't even know what purpose meant. And it took a long time, but self-development, working on myself. And, you know, as years went on and like, I had no, I thought unconditional love meant for somebody else. But I learned it for me. Because if I don't have unconditional love for myself, then how can I really love anybody else? And And my mother used to always say, um, happiness comes from within. I had no clue what she was talking about. She would say it all the time. I'm like, huh? And finally I learned <laughs> I'm happy because I choose to be because I am. It's not because of anybody else, no external forces, because I am. If someone might make me happier or there's a situation I'm in or, or something is going going on, but I'm happy. It doesn't matter what. And so, you know, that's, that's, I'm so glad you share that because sometimes we have to kind of dig deep and kind of step back to really see the bigger picture of what's going going on and understand that's the reason why this happened. And so, and that way it sheds a better light. And I love me, which I've never had before. And, and, you know, and so it's such a joy. It's like, oh my goodness, I'm at this stage in my life. I know who I am and I do have purpose and in, in, in direction. So I really appreciate you sharing that. Mm, yes. Don't feel alone because all of us, I'm, you know, I have probably little two hands and a feet, but. <laughs> right, right. Yes, yes, yes. I, I agree. Thanks for listening to Wrestling the Revenue Podcast. We're going to take a quick break. Hey, everybody. It's Alondra Brooks, your host at I Am Becoming Podcast Radio. I Am Becoming is what I would call inspirational gumbo. We will talk about becoming from motivational perspective. This platform will be an information highway for nuggets from the hair industry business to business in general, motivation. You can catch us every Sunday at 3 p.m. Come out and become with me. I cannot wait to hear from you. Hello, this is Donetta D. Boring. I want to share with you my new book, 21 Days to Improve Your Sleep, Hygiene, and Lose Weight. 
it's a great book that provides guidance, tips, and techniques on how you can become more mindful, gain energy, and become more productive to grow your business. I appreciate you purchasing my book on Amazon, or you can go to my website, Donetta D. Mooring, which is D O N A T A D M O O R I N G dot com. Thank you for your support. I am Donetta D. Mooring with Sleep to Revenue Podcast, and we have a special guest, Dr. Juanita McDonald. I'm going to continue with the questions. Now, my next question is, why is there a need for a trusted mental change agent for domestic violence, sexual assault, harassment, self-awareness, personal growth, and development? Oh, you just hit my my uh, my favorite topic, Donata. Oh, okay. Um, and as you know that um you know we have a uh, our mental elevation club room and um I really teach on mental elevation because everything starts and ends with our mind. When you think about it, you know, you can't make a life change unless you first contemplate it and force yourself to make a step. So that starts in your mind. Um so when you take the dynamics of what um a, a victim or a survivor has been through, um, then you understand that their mind stopped at the most intense or severe pain. So our, our format, and this is where we go back to what I shared earlier, the dynamics of our program is, is quite unique, is because we concentrate on mapping, so to speak, or teaching you the dynamics of your brain, how it functions, um, you know, where, you know, what you need to do and why uh, mindfulness is so important and how to um, revert factors that cause you to become stuck. Mm. And so, you know, so most of us, this is why I said, you know, it's more than just advocacy here at Rediscover Me Women Initiative. It is teaching the individual, the dynamics of who she are, how she thinks, where she comes from, all of these factors, so she can make an a very calculated and conscious decision about what she needs, why she needs it, and and what has occurred or is occurring in her life. And so those forms of dynamic change uh, really takes a person very deep. Um, it's very. It can be very cutting, and so um, because you know you you in order to deal with yourself, you got to deal with some other mug that might not even been attached. To, you know, you might not have a created, but it's still within mm-hmm. your your DNA. So we have to get right. down into all of that. And so um, you know, so starting with the mind um, means that we are change. We are helping you to make life changing factors. Uh, such as, you know, what a, an organization, a company might say, hey, we're going to take you on a 12-step program or five-step or four, you know, something similar to that. But we are more so, um, we're not only introducing you to uh, this change and new word verbiage, but we're also giving you um, activities to apply. And okay. those forms of activities um, take you 
do some personal work and, right. and it really pulls some stuff out. It really pulls some things out. Mm, that is interesting. And, and, and I'm just looking at trust and mental change age. I like that because when I look at that, I'm, I'm just seeing the steps that I actually have went through. And, you know, of course, at the end, personal growth and development. I mean, that's key in order for you to get out of your situation. You have to, you know, start doing things for yourself and not have to worry about what somebody else and trying to take care of other people, you have to deal with yourself first. And so, um, I mean, and that's like the end result. I mean, that's the transformation in it all is 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 your self-development. So that's really, really crucial. So thank you for that. Mm, my goodness. Wow. Okay. Do you find that one of the many components of dealing with all these issues it's lack of sleep and feeling exhausted when it comes down to domestic violence. Yes, um, and I'm gonna to sh- to show you the dynamics of this, mm-hmm. <laughs> Donetta. Um, yeah. One of the amazing thing is, um, you know, I have a client who um, I took I recently took on about July, mid July, something such as that, and um, she was going through the divorce, and there was a lot of um issues that were going on but one of the primary things that she did uh I asked her about her coping mechanisms and and she said uh I don't have any issues you know and I'm like okay what do you you know and I asked her once we got to the part of talking about her patterns her it kind of found out her coping mechanism was that she slept and mm. normally from the dynamics of what your or your program and your organization focus on is the degree of why Sleep supposed to restore us. It's supposed yeah. to, you know, it helps the body develop these forms of healing mechanisms, right? You know, first yeah. thing that you do when you go into the hospital is say, hey, we, you know, we're going to limit how many people come in here to talk to you. We need you to turn everything right. off. We need you to right. rest, right? This yeah. is because the body yeah. truly can heal itself. But yeah. when you use sleep from the factor that is not, that is offset from what, from its natural uh, uh, purpose, then that mm-hmm. is a form of coping mechanism that you have designed to block out all factors, mm-hmm. uh, all mental issues, you know, and you hide. And that's exactly what my client was doing. Her thing was to just sleep. And right. when we, you know, and I said that, so I asked her, I said, are you hiding? And she's like, no. Uh, but then when we broke every, after we finished breaking everything down and I showed her the patterns and and helped her to begin to see. And she was like, so for 40 something years I've hid from myself. I was like, yes, ma'am. Mm. You didn't use it for the for the correct purpose that sleep supposed to be for, be, be right. used for. So, so to answer your question, absolutely. We can use it because use it for, you know, outside of the natural function that it was designed for, you know, right, when right. our body, bec- you know, you know, so cause sometimes we can get to that place where we're tired, you know, you know, when you're tired and your right, body yeah. needs to rest and you be restored. But when you find yourself, when something comes up and you, you need to take a nap before you face a situation or you, 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 you hope and pray that by the time you go to bed and wake up in the morning, that it, the situation has resolved itself. There's an issue. Right, right, true, true. And and that's ironic because I'm glad you brought that out because I 
I dealt with that when I was a child, when I was being bullied all the time, sleep was my friend. That's how I escaped things because when I, when I would sleep, I didn't have to deal, deal with it. I didn't have to feel that. So, and, and I didn't, that, that was the only way for me to cope with it. And so that's a long, you, you said that and I didn't even realize that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking, okay, that's my escape, but I was hiding because that, that was the only, I mean, that was my way. And I had no other way to deal, you know, to deal with that. So that's interesting that you said that and, and, and you brought that up. So you just bring them all this past. <laughs> but that, but, but that's a good thing because it makes me understand and maybe others who might have gone through it or gone through it or even their children that might be going through it. At least now they're going to, understand if they're sleeping too much or if they're not sleeping at all or any kind of sudden behaviors, you know, that, you know, is, is, are you avoiding things as opposed to with dealing with it? So I'm so glad that you shared that. Mm, it's like, this is, this therapy. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so the next question is, what do you teach your clients about being overwhelmed and getting the proper self-care, rest, and sleep. We, um, that is, um, <laughs> truthfully, we, we start out with that um, because um, by the time they get with me, you know, they, they are overwhelmed. They are stressed out to the max. Mm -hmm. So the very first thing that I need to do is exactly the, <laughs> the opposite of what I just talked about. I need to get right. them to rest. Not right. sleep to cope, but I need to get them to fully rest. Uh, one of the things, and I don't know if you are familiar with this, you recommend this to your your clientele, I mean, uh, your viewing audience or clients, um, but I stand on and all of my clients um, are automatically required to download the CBT-I app, um, CBT-I app. Uh, that was this app was intentionally designed or it was uniquely designed by the Department of Veterans Affairs. Um, we start teaching them um, to begin to meditate or to, to breathe, um, to learn how to control their breathing. Uh, as I explained to them, the first thing I need to do is get as much oxygen to your brain as possible, as much mm -hmm. oxygen to your brain as possible. Why? Because when this is the thing that we don't that that most people don't know, when you are overwhelmed and stressed, and your your brain the dynamics of your brain changes, and to a point it it's sort of like swell. You know, have you ever had a a simple headache or, or just a throbbing headache? Mm -hmm. That means you know what that says is that you know your your brain is being is taken over. And so, um, and so when you look at it, there was a study that was done, and I can't think of the scientists that did this, so please forgive me, but mm -hmm. the study that was done showed the, the, the dynamics of the brain. And so an overworked, overstressed brain began to look like craters. You know, you already know we got the little waves in our brain, but, right, you know, right, this yeah. began to look like little round holes, craters inside of your head, your, your, your brain. Um, mm -hmm. He blew it up and all of this stuff. But the the uh, a very you know un you know brain that's not under stress and and um, functioning very in, in a healthy manner, you know it has the right dynamics of form. And so, 
what we do what we do is again we show our clients what that looks like we show them why we need to get the oxygen to the brain and even down to the client that i shared with you who was using sleeping as a coping mechanism oh, I right, yeah. and you know and all my clients start using this app correctly getting the right oxygen to their brain and they are going into that third stage of sleep that deep deep sleep Mm-hmm. And they they're waking up in the morning refreshed and ready to go, and their energy That's level is great. up. And it truly helps um, with um, with us as we are moving forward uh, with whatever it is that um, they came to me to work with them on. That is great, and I I do know that it helps with depression and anxiety. So yes, that is a great a great tool, and I do appreciate you you know recommending that because all kinds of tools out there and um it's good to have um um an app because people you know use their cell phones for social media and other things and it's good to use it for something that's that's going to benefit you especially sleep so thank you for that absolutely absolutely Thank you for listening to Wesley the Revenue Podcast. We're going to take a quick break. When you leave your business do you leave the door unlocked? When facing legal matters in the business world, do not leave your business unprotected. There is help when it comes to business contracting, even collecting past due receivables from clients. An experienced attorney is critical to resolving disputes. Don't do it alone. At SJS Law Firm, their mission is to partner with clients to help them achieve the business of their dreams and plans with timely and strategic legal advice. Their legal counselors and advisors committed, providing individualized service that is tailored to the unique needs of your business. SJS Law Firm provides the legal support you need to move forward with confidence. Secure the knowledge that you have a legal team watching out for your best interests. Don't leave the door open. Call SJS Law Firm serving small business owners, entrepreneurs, and nonprofits. Profits. Call 202-505-5309. That's 202-505-5309. Or find them at the sjslawfirm.com. Thank you for staying with our special guest, Dr. Juanita McDonald. Dr. McDonald, I appreciate your time and your patience and all your information. Not only you hit, you know, with like a therapy session, but I know it also will help others too. So if you can please share with us how we can contact you and and support you. Thank you so much, Sonetta, for having me. Um, no problem. And being able to speak <laughs> to your <laughs> your listening audience. Um, yes, anytime that your anyone would like to connect with us and and our organization or needs more information based on anything that they have heard, um, they are welcome to reach out to me through my website. And it's rediscoverme.wi.org, rediscoverme.wi.org. That's our website. Or you can contact me um, via phone, which is 803-310-3450, or by email, which is rediscoverme09 at gmail.com. Great. If anyone would like to reach me, I can be reached at donatta10k.com, and that is spelled D-O-N-A-T-A, the number one, zero, K.com. That's where you can find my website, all my podcast episodes, the services I offer on sleep, health, 
fitness and wellness, including all my social media platforms and so much more. Once again, Donetta10k.com. Remember, sleep heals. Mm-hmm.